0: going on ladies and gentlemen and welcome to double coverage we hope you're still living loving and breathing sport i'm dom with the great man sauce how are you going
1: how are we doma uh, massive show today
0: man. massive show uh we have secured one of the greats here in australia uh tyson beck so welcome tyson really appreciate you coming on and uh having a chat with us yeah no worries boys thanks for having me on looking forward to it Gonna be awesome. Uh, we'll get straight into it. Uh, for listeners out there that may not know who, who you are,
2: Tyson, can you explain to them uh, who you are and what you do? Uh, myself, I'm uh, born in Australia, um, still live in Australia in Adelaide, and um, um. Uh, designer and an artist. Um, I've been doing it since I was in like year ten in high school. So that was at least yeah, fifteen or so years ago. Um, well, actually, sorry, no, it's like eighteen years ago now. <laughs> um, so yeah, just been at it since I was a kid. Um, and particularly in the sports sp- space, and most um, um mostly in, in in the basketball space. And you know, I've been doing this. Um, yeah, for a long time, a lot of people have only, only known me recently in the last few years. But, um, yeah, I've been doing, um, you know, some big, pretty big things since I was a small little kid.
0: Awesome. Uh, how did you get into art? I think that's a question, like, with artists and, and uh, people in these professions. People want to know inspirations and, and stuff on how you got into it. So how did that come about?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's interesting because I'm not really like – I really kind of like vibe with like artistic people like um or anything like I'm never never really was in that space it was just the only thing that I was good at in high school um you know I realized pretty early on like uh you know it's I'm not really good at anything else outside of maths um that was the only thing that I was somewhat decent at so you know like year nine I was like thinking about, you know, what, what, what can you do? And obviously, you know, my dream was to play in the NBA um, and like everyone's dream and um, it was to play sport, play basketball, whatever. And I was like, well, that's clearly not going to happen. So I honestly just thought, well, why don't I mesh what I like, which is basketball, um, NBA and what I'm good at, which is like designing, you know, just playing around on the computer Um, that was the only thing I was good at, so I just put the two together. And I remember when I was po- I was posting back in probably two thousand three, two thousand four on forums, making like avatars or signatures, you know, for for fans and just people, because the NBA teams wouldn't give their fans or anything, um, anything to, you know, it was nothing way before yep. social media. And you know, I made wallpapers and just stuff like that for fun in school. And then um, I guess just yeah, putting my name on work it just slowly built myself up but that's kind of how I got into it it's not like an amazing story I just kind of I mean in a way it's smart I, I merged what I was good at and what I like yep. together so um but yeah I'm not really like an art I don't like you know mesh well with the artistic people I'm not really into that crowd and I think
0: <laughs> so you want, Tyson you're the sport guy
2: yeah that likes doing art <laughs> yeah and that's it and it's also the sports guy the like sports art and design is really looked down upon in the creative space um they you know it's not really viewed as like a real like a legit thing so which i kind of find funny but um yeah at the end of the day is like yeah i don't really care i'm, I'm not here to make friends anyway Can you
1: see some of the so-called art pieces out there in the world there's some ridiculous things so of course it
0: is yeah. it's yeah well, well, it's, <laughs> it's funny it's funny that it's frowned upon tyson and i i i do laugh at it as much as you do and i know Source does as well because that leads me into this question uh so you got to bear with me while i ask it uh but you touched on it beautifully there where it's frowned upon so you've had the so ladies and gents uh listening uh if you view if you are watching this we will uh, i know it's tyson's audio but we'll have his um profile picture and he'll just talk through on youtube and you'll hear the audio but Uh, the funny thing about that last comment is this, so bear with me. Uh, you've had the opportunity to freelance for sports leagues, such as the NBA, MLB, NHL, NFL, MLS, and UFC. You've worked with sports brands such as Adidas, Nike, and and Under Armour. And then you've worked with Panini and Topps Trading Cards and NBA 2K. So, uh, to be looked down upon is probably great, Tyson, because that honestly is a bit of a chip on your shoulder. Uh, and you have smashed it out with all of the the companies, brands that I've just mentioned. I just want to ask you, how did this come about, like working with such an extensive range of sports leagues, brands, and uh, card companies?
2: Yeah. Uh, um, and, you know, not to big note myself, they're only the key ones. Like there's, er- there's everything else as well from – um, you know, I've even done something with Upper Deck, there's golf there, like there's there's every every sport, everything. Um, I just kind of try and focus the key ones because you can't you can't put like a hundred clients on a portfolio or whatever, it would just look <laughs> ridiculous. So but how it came about, honestly, was I think just being like, you know, you can't, yeah, it's kinda like it, it's not like sport where you can compare like who's better like between this player and this player. Um, you know, I don't view myself as the most talented person. I don't view myself as like, you know, a great artist or designer, you know, I'm just kind of good at what I do, but what separates me from anyone else is just like, I just have a like, good ideas. I I, 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 um, I have good, um, I'm probably more of a, I'm, I'm probably a better businessman than I am a creative, um, because I'm doing stuff that no one else has done before. And then that becomes a trend and then other people catch up on it. So I think that's kind of what, has um helped me um because like say for example like you know the nba reached out to me doing their social media graphics and stuff like that and like they came to me because like they viewed me as a leader in that space back before like you would see on bleacher report like making cool graphics of players set you know on fire and doing all this this was all started from a company that i set up called posterizers we were the first ones in the world to do it like we literally created social media graphics in the sports space and it wasn't just like i was the founder of that company but i had other people with me and then that literally became the new trend and then everyone like i see you all the time people crediting bleach report for doing it and it's like no literally Bleacher report used our talent pool as they just they just poached everyone from poster gave them full-time jobs to work at bleach report so which is great because that was the end, the end goal was to build everyone up but the reason is I'm used is because I guess people and companies view me as a person that creates trends and was is kind of like ahead of the game. Um, you know, maybe they'll work with me with something and do something that then becomes really popular in a few years' time. Um, and um, that's happened so often. Um, and I guess the reason why I first started kind of just getting my name out there in the start was simply just putting my name on the work. Um, yeah, just putting Tyson Beck on the corner of the work, trying to get credit for it, and yeah, that's it. it. So. Um, yeah, that's pretty much how to sum that up, I guess.
1: So, so it's fair to say that looking down upon in uh, in that community has worked out pretty well for you, Tyson.
2: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because yeah, I guess like people, um, yeah, people view sport as not really like a. It's not. It, yeah, it's not viewed great in the creative um, industry. It won't be something you win awards on. Although I hate the award stuff. I've never submitted anything anyway. Um, but it's just yeah, it's something. it, it it, I think it's because fan. I think it's obviously because it's anything that creates a lot of fan art where people are making their own versions of it. Like, you don't see people making versions of McDonald's ads and, um, or, or Bridgestone tire ads and stuff like that. But they're viewed as much more like or, or an honor to do and stuff like that in like the advertising and creative space.
0: Well, that's perfectly. Everyone's entitled to their opinion, I guess, in terms of like what they perceive to be art. Uh, we. Source and I here and the Double Coverage family that know who who you are as we post a lot of your stuff and share you out there. Uh, really do respect what you do. And I do think that it definitely is a place for uh, your type of art in the artistic community, as we've seen in so many other genres just around the world, how they're just adding other bits and pieces and expanding their industries in terms of what's uh, involved. So I think you do have a spot. But we will touch on that a bit later. But before we uh, do get to that question, I want you to tell us a little bit about Kobe Bryant, uh, the late, great Kobe Bryant, uh, the Black Mamba, and how much he meant to you uh, as as a person. Uh, obviously, you played basketball and as an artist, and how much
2: of an inspiration he was to you as your idol. Yeah, he was. My inspiration is, well, honestly, he was the sole source of inspiration i've never been inspired this is what like the classic thing that you get asked when you do art, like newspaper articles magazine whatever and online interviews and podcasts whatever it's like oh who you know which creative like what other designers and artists inspire you and like nobody does nobody ever has not one person and that's not to be cocky or anything but it's because i'm not like i don't i don't mold i don't mesh with the creative people like i was saying sport the people that play sport inspire me like it was literally kobe's work ethic inspired me you know the way that you know there's no days off or like that's my mentality that's like i believe i'm the hardest working person in this industry you know i'm working so many days you know i don't i spend probably 10 percent of my time making art and design the rest is all business stuff meetings um you know i'm investing in 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 companies um um I'm doing so much in terms of other stuff that nobody sees, but I make more money doing that stuff than I do my design and art right now. So it's yeah, it's for me, like I'm inspired by how hard he works. Um and just that mentally in you know, a mumba mentality, whatever the name is now. Like that's like that's that's just it what it is. And that's what's inspired me. And um, you know, it it, it wasn't just from his passing, you know. I was, you know, a massive fan. He was my favourite player growing up, and um, and that's just how it is. Um, he's, uh, I owe everything to him because I definitely wouldn't be doing what i I'd be doing right. So I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now if it wasn't for him. That's awesome. Uh,
0: did you ever get a chance to meet him and have a chat with him?
2: Yeah, met him in twenty two thousand nine. because uh, at the time I was doing stuff for his website. It was even like a it was like a f- uh, moderator on his forum, <laughs> which is, he had his own website kb 24com his own community, um, yeah. kind of like a OnlyFans account. Honestly, that's what it was <laughs> like, but it was um, obviously uh, much more tame um, yeah. than general OnlyFans. Account. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was basically what it was, and had a community of fans, and it was really cool. Um, and I was um, doing stuff like that. Like I do wallpapers, exclusive wallpapers for the site, made really good friends with um, the people that were running it. An agency can't remember the name of it, but um, yeah, then um, yeah. When they've heard that I was down in LA, um, I was working with the Lakers as a client at the time. So the Lakers gave me a corporate box at a game, which was cool. And then, uh kobe's people found out i was at the game so they're like "Oh, come down after the game you meet kobe after at the locker room and yeah so he came over i brought my mom and my brother with me and we um we all spoke to kobe which was really cool um you know he, he was with us for maybe 10 or so minutes and it was yeah really cool to kind of just see him in person. It just didn't feel real. Like, yeah, I don't know, just seeing someone's hundreds and if not thousands of times playing games, it just didn't feel real. And then, obviously, I met him again when he came to Melbourne uh, in 2019 for March. I I, I was um, uh, played a small part in terms of helping with that event. Yeah, very
0: nice. Uh, now, to people listening out there, some younger kids or anyone in general that want to aspire And are inspired by people. uh, That story there is amazing. The fact that uh, he was an inspiration to you, yourself, and then you actually worked on his website and was a moderator on his forum. And then you actually got to meet him. A A lot of people don't get that opportunity, but it just shows that hard work and commitment to what you do and what you love can get you anywhere. And you can eventually, you could meet your idol one day. So, it is uh, just a message out there to people to just work hard, I guess, and really dreams do come true if you
2: bodies uh, grasp. So don't, that's yeah, an awesome um, sort. Yeah, and don't go by the saying "never meet your idols," whatever that saying is. That's a trash saying. Yeah, I completely. Oh yeah,
1: because they might uh, break break your heart. Essentially, that's what the, the, the gist of the line goes. Um.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, it's essentially, hey, most most of them will, but some of them won't.
0: Exactly. Now, your last series. Uh, this is this is what I love about you. Uh, your last series was with Cole uh, Kuzma, Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, and Tyler Hero. Yes. Now, how did you go about getting these athletes to be your become your client? As and then I'll, I'll get into some more stuff with it. But first of all, how did you get them?
2: Um. Uh... I mean, they all happen in different ways. Um, I mean, I could discuss each one individually. It's not really all the same. Um, but um, look, at the end of the day, is my baseball cards were popping. Um, you know, yeah. we saw a card that was available for two twenty dollars. A couple months later, it was being sold for three thousand US, which was at the time was four thousand five hundred Australian. Wow. I know someone that got ten of them, sold ten of them for like twenty thousand dollars. Like. Right. He spent two hundred dollars turning into twenty thousand dollars, like it's ridiculous. Yes, those cards ended up collapsing. Now I think they're about four fifty to five hundred each uh, American. But at the end of the day, that's still a pretty good investment. That was and one
1: to- of the lower print ones at the start when people weren't a onto lot. them.
2: It's the lot it's still the lowest. Yeah, they
1: lot. yeah, yeah. So that that's what happened, dog. For anyone out there who wasn't sure about the top twenty twenty. So yeah. at the start people sort of weren't onto them and there was, uh-huh. you know, few people ordering them. And then when uh-huh. they hit the secondary market because there was such a low print run. Yep. On those original ones, they mm-hmm. exploded, and then after that, everyone started ordering so many that some one of the print runs is like over a and that, card, that, that card's worth like nothing, but the yeah. lower print ones have, have kept some value, which is really good to see.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is. It is good to see, and um, yeah, I mean, look. At the end of the day is a lot of. There's been a lot of negativity towards the artist, but. Hey, we don't control the print runs. And it was actually exactly, the flippers. Yeah. It right. was the sneak the sneaker boys got in. <laughs> exactly. The sneaker boys got in and ruined it for everyone. All everyone had they should have put a cap on like say only ten per customer was like a maximum amount you could purchase. I don't know. I mean, yeah, at the end of the day they got in and then they spent thousands on a on a car that was then worth two or three dollars, or they you can all the, one, yeah, the, the yeah. one touches were probably the most valuable thing out of that car, <laughs> the sure Griffey card, or whatever it's called. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, yeah, one touches are pretty hard to get, so oh,
1: yeah. yeah, don't worry, Tyson. I've seen a few of the posts you've had to send out on Facebook looking for one touches. I need oh. to buy two
2: thousand a month for my own cards, it's been impossible. It's
1: surely, surely you can get onto a supplier that can. That whips them up for you. Surely there's a plastic company that you can find in Melbourne or in Australia. Send send them a few one touch samples and say, you know, I need I need order and, and work it out, mate. Like that's oh, that's got to be yeah, the next thing.
2: Yeah, no, I can I can. I've had companies reach out. They can get my logo and stuff on it, but. You know, and I respect that um, custom, uh, collectible people in the collectible space, they, they care about uh, consistency and things like that. So, once I release my Tatum card, the Bots card, Kuzma card, whatever it is, with Ultra Pro one touches, they want Ultra Pro one touches. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's true. I can't just bring in another one touch in possibly a different size or weight that's or true. dimension. Yeah, like some of them have been 55 points, some have been 35 point. Like it's, I've been just getting what I can get. I have found pretty much a supplier that like I, i've ordered ones in july from some australian companies and they're like oh we still don't have them yet well, 2000, wow. 2020 july and i've been buying them from americans and i'm still checking in with the australians they're like oh, i hasn't come yet and i was like yeah but i bought six thousand in the meantime from an american like surely you can get them like it's been nearly yeah, yeah seven yeah. or eight months that's but anyway yeah i've been i've found some pretty good people met someone from ebay that's just like been giving me thousands a month so that's um good. Hopefully I don't need them um, one day because I kind of do want to wrap this up at some point. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But I totally sidetracked it from your actual question. That's
0: though. okay. No, it's all about discussion here on Double Coverage. We don't care.
2: Wherever the, the discussion leads us, mate, we're happy. Yeah, so, that. to yeah, to circle back, obviously the pay- baseball cards were popping um, but my audience, my fo- my social followers, they're not baseball fans. They're basketball fans. I heard a lot of people being like, oh, yeah, like I'm buying your baseball cards because I want to collect your art. I want to collect your work. Um, 20 bucks for a trading card not too bad. Um, but do some basketball cards and, like, I'll, I'll buy them. Like, I don't really like baseball, but I'm just supporting you. And I was like, okay. And I consistently got that. I was like, man, I need to do some basketball cards. Obviously, Panini's got the license, you know, for basketball cards or NBA cards. Sorry. But, you know, the Panini have the license for the NBA cards. They don't have the license towards the players. They don't own the players, you know. So, I mean, no one's ever done it before, but I just reached out to um, – I thought, well, why don't we make, um, you know, trading cards for the players rather than – you know, they're not NBA cards. It's a Jason Tatum card. It's a Kyle Kuzma card. It's a Donovan Mitchell card. It's not an NBA card. So – um, you know, obviously I, they, they have players that have exclusivities, like you couldn't do a LeBron card because obviously it's exclusive to upper deck, you know, Michael Jordan, whatever. Um, but if the player's not exclusive, um, you know, I can do it and, you know, I asked around, whatever, found out the players are getting paid shit, um, for their autos. They, they're on bad deals. And I was like, this is a good space to get into because if they're being paid pretty bad, um, and that's what they're used to, if I give them an offer way more than what they're used to, they're not going to say no. Every player that I've reached out to, besides Booker, has said yes. Um, Like, it hasn't been a negotiation. Give them a price, bang, that's it. We haven't even negotiated on terms Have just agreed to my price. Yes, I'm paying overs for them, um, but I don't care because there's a profit on my side. And I believe that, you know, power should go back to the creative and the athlete. I'm in a position where I'm creating a product where the creative and the and the athlete is, is getting compensated more than what they would do if they'd work for a company like panini tops whatever um, no disrespect for them like you know it, it is you know they're they're a company and they're trying to make massive product uh, profits on their products but i'm in a position where i don't care about profits i just care about making work that i like so i'm more than happy to pay tatum you know tatum cost me half my house but i didn't care because I ended up turning it into a proffer, and he was paid really well. And it's now formed a partnership between me, myself, Tatum, and then also these players don't aren't represented by a person with just one, um, one athlete. They'll have multiple clients. So once you do something with one player, it then leads on to future players. Um, opens up a
1: can of worms, mate. The yeah, doors open.
2: Yeah. So I've at least had like fifty players reach out to me. Like not their players, their agents, managers, their dads. I've freaking had Trey Burke's dad reach out to me and go <laughs> and make him a card. <laughs> so but unfortunately a lot of the players aren't that great that reach out to me. Um but uh yeah, it you don't get the superstars reaching out. Um but yeah, uh, Tatum just basically that happened due to um I actually same people that brought out Kobe. Um, did a show with Tatum in Melbourne, and they they were just like they connected me to um, Tatum's manager. Um, I actually met Tatum's mum. Um, in in January, I had lunch with her. Um, last January, we had lunch with her. I met Tatum after the game. He he donated um his game worn uniform from the Lakers. Um, with uh for the Australian bushfires. So I'd met Tatum and met his family um, before, so they're aware of me and what I'd done um and uh then yeah it was just basically just giving them the idea tatum's management were like well i mean he doesn't have an exclusivity with panini they gave panini the heads up they were like we don't want to affect this in the future so gave panini the heads up hey this is tyson you know him you've worked with him for like six years this is what he's doing. Panini, multiple people signed off on it. They're like, yeah, it's all good. We love Tyson. We like what he's doing, thinking about doing. Went on sale, boom. Um, and a couple of people, Panini, aren't really happy with what happened, but whatever. Um, I guess it's just, you know, they're particularly one person, but um, they are all happy. We got it, you know, looked at it or whatever, approved or, you know, got their eyes over it before it went on sale. So, um, yeah. So, and then I guess when you work with someone like Jason Tatum, um, who just blew out in the bubble. Um, that was, um, yeah, then easy because like Kuzma reached out to Kuzma's manager, just showed him the Tatum card. He's like, yeah, let's get it done. Same as uh, Hero showed him, hey, I've done Kuzma and Tatum. Boom. Um, uh, and then it's actually Donovan Mitchell was the only one I didn't reach out to there. The manager actually came to me, uh, oh, CAA, CAA agency that represents yep, yep. the most. They pretty much came, um. Uh, they came out to me and um, yeah, just said, what player do you want to do from our portfolio and chose Mitchell? Uh, actually chose Booker and Mitchell, but Booker didn't want to do it. And um, and yeah, got Mitchell, which was great because obviously number one seed and everything and doing really yeah. well. Um, but it was funny. I got a little insight is actually uh Lamella ball was meant to be part five, had a contract <laughs> with him. Uh, would have been the biggest thing ever. It would have been his first, it would have been his first ever rookie card. Um, wouldn't have had to mess around with like, you know, his blank uniform stuff, like on the Panini cards you get would have had NBL. Um, you know, Jersey patches would have had Chino Hills, Jersey patches, um, would have been, or it would have been nuts. I mean, yeah, I don't know what happened, but I'm told that he, it Lamella was great. He wanted to discuss zoom me. He wanted to talk to me about the card and everything, but, Yeah, I was told his people just use me for leverage to get a better deal with Panini, which kind of sucks. But the end of the day is now now that I'm in the business side of things, I have to get used to that. Now,
0: because you are a businessman, as you've mentioned so far throughout this podcast, Source has always said something to me and he'll probably, I'll I'll ask you the question, but then Source may uh, elaborate on it. But you may say no, no chance in hell. But We've always spoken, as we're in the trading card space, about inserts looking pretty average in products. Mm. And Source said, why doesn't a company like Panini reach out to someone like yourself, Tyson, and sign you on a big contract to create cards for them that, they can, be, that can be printed that people in the hobby will actually like as an insert?
2: Mm. Well, Tops do it to me. I do their inserts. There you go.
0: But uh, I'm just saying, as Panini, as you just mentioned, they you like basketball cards. With...
1: You got why? Why hasn't Panini reached be the number one basketball that's brand why... that's been on the internet for the last twenty years?
2: I don't know. And then it's like, yeah, I mean, friggin' sold two thousand with with autos and parallel. It was sold two thousand Tatum cards in under an hour. I think a thousand of them sold in the first two minutes. I'll tell so you what. Like, wait, What? What? Yeah. yeah i mean if i was if i had panini i have only got a, a database of say ten thousand people who have signed up to my email subscription list and that's it and then i've got some social media followers if you i'd be able to do 10 times 20 times the amount i'm selling if i partnered up with someone like panini but i don't know i can't really speak on them i'm i'm the type of person i'll never reach out to someone i'll never reach out to panini and go hey do you want to make a product with me do you want to collab that's not me yeah um, that's fair enough i uh yeah ever since things have blown up like fanatics tried to reach out to me tried to do yeah. exclusive products with luca like luke me and luca were going to do dual sign stuff me and zion were going to do dual sign stuff um but their offerings were awful they wanted to give me zero percent royalties and ownership in my autograph um which is wow. just it's it's it was an absolute disgrace um so yeah, I mean, this is the thing with these big companies—they—they—they they, they want profit. Like, they want to spend, say, if they want to spend fifty thousand dollars on something, they want to turn it into five million. If I spent fifty thousand on something, I'd be happy to turn it into eighty thousand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hundred uh, percent. So, and they're not, yeah, they're not like that. But I can't speak on Panini because um, I've done their memorabilia. Yeah. Um, I did uh, at least eight or nine pieces of Kobe with Panini. Um, we did memorabilia. I, I art-directed uh, uh, the Kobe Hero vs. Villain 2020 um, set. But, again, that was a that was a weird scenario because I did it. They took the files and ran with it without even me actually creating the card. So that was all very odd. Um, but, like, I still worked. obviously had an involvement in it. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess they should be working with inserts. Um, but, I don't know. I can't really explain it. It just, yeah, I'll... I just
0: think it's a market there like for Panini themselves not just yourself because there's a yeah. lot of other other uh, card card artists like yeah. sports card artists like just imagine teaming yourself up with some of the others out there and like they might get you for basketball get a couple of others that are into baseball and that like yeah, they, think- they could make their products absolutely unbelievable
2: yeah I think so from to to back them up the companies I don't think they should be working with card artists that sell unlicensed products okay. because they're, then they're, they, it's, 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 they're putting themselves in an awkward situation because like they, they're doing stuff that legally isn't right. You shouldn't be having NBA logos and stuff. You don't, you don't have the players' likeness. Um, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Whatever people do it. Everyone's always done it. But once you get those people and start, then say, say for example, you've got a card artist that's doing, you know, these all these lebron cards whatever you start promoting that stuff and then putting uh, sorry you're putting new products in your naturally what happens is people start collecting that card artist insert set and then you want to go back on their previous stuff so then panini are kind of unfortunately promoting without promoting directly then their previous work that's unlicensed illegal to sell so I think that they need to be working. I don't think they should look at card artists that are doing the wrong thing. If they're doing the right thing, good, go for them. I actually think they should be looking at people that aren't in the card space even and just creating cool stuff online, social media, not selling it.
0: Or card
2: artists that aren't selling their stuff. I just don't think you should reward people that are doing the wrong things. Yeah, that's fair enough.
0: That's
2: a fair point. Fair point. Because a lot of people make them, I guess a lot of people make them just for fun, and that's fine, that they should be able to do that. But um I just know that like obviously the Tops Project 2020 stuff that went on, it everyone became a card artist. And yeah. I tell you what, Tops sent a lot of cease and desist out a lot. Wow.
0: Okay. I was, that's actually the next the next question. Uh for you to just go through Tops Project 2020 and then give us a little bit of an insight into Top's seventy, which is obviously this year's uh, product. So yeah, if you could give us a bit of an insight into both of those.
2: Uh, yeah. Toss project Twenty Twenty 20 was cool because I guess it was just like, it was a little bit of a change in terms of like bringing art into the trading card market, recreating iconic baseball cards, which was a cool idea. You get different artists take on it. Um, you know, and the fact that they worked with 20, it was a good amount. People would hopefully have liked at least one or two of the artist cards. You weren't forced into purchasing, you know, if it was only like one artist doing it, it would have been pretty poor. Um, But yeah, the fact that they had twenty, there was people from different backgrounds, doing different, um, you know, different kind of um, looks and styles. So there was hopefully something for everyone. Obviously, they blew up print runs and everything. And you know, unfortunately, I didn't get. I only got one uh, Sandy Koufax card in in that bubble. And you know, funny thing is, like when my Ken Griffey Jr. card came out, it was way way early. It broke the record. It was like three thousand seven hundred print run tops. Emailing me, we're excited. We're like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like. I don't know. It was crazy to think, like, if that was in the bubble, how much that would have sold. Um, you yeah, because we get royalties. We got ten percent of each sale. So wow, I, I didn't make that much because I didn't get in the bubble. I didn't get in the craziness. So um yeah, well, I still did good. But like, yeah, it would have been great to get ninety nine thousand print run and get that time <laughs> right. But I just sit on my three thousand print run, and then I also had the lowest print run out of everything. But I think that's cool. That's actually a cool thing. Um, Definitely. You're the artist that has the lowest print run, Yeah, so about I think yeah, with tops pro, so that was cool. And I guess, um, I mean, I've I've formed a lot of friendships, and like, there's a yeah. lot of good people in the in in the hobby. And you know, I've been making cards since 2014 with tops. I probably made over 10,000 different cards at least. And I don't really like promote them. I don't put them on my social and everything because I don't get royalties. I just get a payment. So it's like, yeah, whatever. So this was the first project I got royalties on with tops. And so that was like oh, I actually feel like I should be promoting it because I'm it's it's not a set fee like you know yeah. if I sell no cards I get zero dollars so it's like well I got to promote this stuff so I can get some money so 100%. Um, that's why I'm posting and promoting it more than and then a lot of people are like oh what you've done Tops cards since since 2014 what the hell and I was like yeah but I just don't post much about it um, but it's cool like Tops is honestly that my I've said on previous podcasts and interviews and stuff I even like years ago like Tops are the best client of mine because they chose to put my autograph on products they chose to put my logos on products that that wasn't me asking they were like no we want your logo we want your name on it we want your autograph on it and usually like other companies like i mean geez god forbid like imagine if like the kobe pieces i did with panini if it had my name and like it was a collaboration between me and panini like those pieces would be worth now more now just because people are collecting my work and then obviously, you know, the situation with Kobe and everything is unfortunate, but like it boosts now. I think these companies are realizing if you work with a creative that has a following, like it actually helps boost the product. Like you shouldn't shy away from actually saying who did the artwork. So um, That's that,
1: that, that was brings it back to our original point, Tyson, yeah. why we think, you know, it's, it could be a mold of two two areas that, you know, enhances what's inside the box. Um, and, and also potential to create a product that you know, no one likes getting products that are just full of redemptions and, and full yeah. of um, things like that. And if they had could create a po- product that was worked with an artist, then it would have that double aspect of also having that artist's name on on the product, and they wouldn't have to even put any autos in it. It would just be like a cool inserts, numbered inserts, and all yeah. those sorts of things, and the product could be it could come out as it should be, with no redemptions, nothing. That's it, you know, and they could and could release a product and have a product there that, uh, you know, is one less product with redemptions, which is just a, a thing that's faced in the hobby. I know people were waiting on redemptions of autos for three years. They still haven't
2: got it yeah. back. Hey, I know people that are waiting on redemptions for two, three years from Jason Tatum's rookie season. Um, wow. Jason Tatum signed the cards I gave him in under 24 hours. There you go. I, gave, I It's, I, it's, I, it's I unbelievable no yep. stick autos no redemptions Let's pay him properly let's get it done like he just he signed him he loved it um and that's the difference though these cards that i'm doing they're unique it's not i've always viewed trading cards and so because i'm from the creative space i i backed out of collecting a long time ago once i started making my own stuff because i didn't like the look of them At the end of the day is like i always think like it's not say for example it's not a jason tatum trading card it's uh it's whatever it is let's say it's it's a prism it's a you know, Prism 2017 featuring Jason Tatum because, like, every single card is the same. So it's not an actual specific unique trading card of that athlete. It's not like an artwork. It's not like a piece of, you know, like a run. It's it's literally is a Prismed card featuring Jason Tatum where it, what I'm doing is, you know, like the Kuzma card is – I, it, it's not a template, it's not, it's got nothing to do with the Tatum card, so it's obviously unique to that player. You know, we we're able to put the Kobe tribute on the Tatum card, we we're able to put his son's name on there, two things that he really likes. I uh, Each of the players want to collect my cards, they will ask for free versions um, that they can keep. We've, I've given them a couple of the numbered versions, I obviously hold that back from sales. Um, and then some base versions they've given to family, friends, all that stuff. It's actually cool to hear that they want to collect it themselves. That's just based on them asking me um and yeah i I mean i see all the time like with some of the products i've done with tops and that people got angry because there's sticker autos and i see and i was like yeah well once you see once you see an auto kind of the card it kind of looks crap with a sticker on it so i thought why don't i try and start making these products where there's no sticker autos there's no redemptions. you just get what you buy and um hopefully people like it but um yeah i I don't know that whole redemption stuff it's not it's not the company's fault really like you know I guess the players not signing it, they're not signing it, but I don't know. If I can get something done in under 24 hours and somehow shipped inside an NBA bubble, somehow shipped back to me and sent out to people in under a week, there's something wrong with that.
0: That's that's a good point. You make a
2: very good point there. Now, (laughs) I'm
1: just thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, that does sound pretty uh, uh, bizarre.
2: Kuzma signed the cards the day after they won the championship. (laughs) how was his auto? was it a bit
1: bit, uh all over the
2: joint hey i can tell you that i I get them to sign a lot of extras just for quality control purposes because i'm not there um and yeah there was some pretty poor ones (laughs) everyone got a good everyone got a good one um there was actually a few issues um i actually had to get him to re-sign everything um i think he was signing stuff on like a marble table and the cards came back like scratch like crazy
0: uh okay. He must
2: sign, slid it to someone, sign, slid it to someone. Um so I actually yeah. got it all reprinted and signed again. That's all good. He he was fine with it. Um they didn't realise it because they didn't check the back of the card for quality control, which is which is fair enough. Um yeah. but yeah, obviously this is learning experiences and um I'm essentially a one-man operation with staff here like helping me with orders and stuff. So um, you know, it's nothing not, nothing I can do. If there wasn't COVID or anything, I'd actually go over, fly over with the box of cards meet the players get them to sign it yeah have marketing filming behind it it'd be much better but you know i'm stuck here i can't do anything All i can do is mail it and um and then just hope that it comes back good <laughs> which has been all good so far definitely definitely we've got a few
0: more questions uh before we do finish up but we just want to i think source and I, our brains are running a million miles an hour with a few things we really want to get into here so we just You did mention it a bit earlier, but what is your stance on the art in the trading card uh, hobby? Uh, and I just want to point out to, to listeners and viewers that Gary V has in the past said that trading cards could become today's modern art. Uh, and John and I are both of the opinion that uh, cards to an extent, extent, yes, low low print ones, but we've always said, Cards could become the modern day art when they're done by artists like yourself on a low print run uh, and exclusive type stuff. So I just want to get your ideas into that before we do take a bit of a detour down a different track um, in regards to exclusive cards.
2: Um. Yeah, with the Gary V thing, like, well, I reckon if you asked him that same question, he'd actually say today NFTs are going to be the modern day art.
0: <laughs> I was actually, uh, you know what, we sent through questions to Tyson, uh, people listening, and in the time that we've sent questions <laughs> over to Tyson, uh, Logan Paul's released NFTs, and I, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what, the, the art looks absolutely dreadful, but you know what, they sold out, that's
2: fine. that uh,
0: <laughs> that's
1: going to be your next gig, doesn't it, Tyson, what releasing an ask. NFT?
2: Hey, I, I don't want to do it, but um, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to do something. Look, I found I saw, actually, just recently in this. Uh, it was actually yesterday. I saw an artist in Melbourne. Um, uh, he's a pretty big digital artist. His name is Boss Logic. Made three hundred fifty thousand yeah, yeah. dollars US on Kobe Bryant NFT sales. Man, that shit makes me angry. Not like that should be going to his charity. I'm actually meeting with uh, the charity uh, the director of Kobe's charity this week. Um uh, and uh, been trying to set up something, and I want to try and do NFTs. And that was the whole plan. Um, but the whole plan is to sell, hopefully, two, three, four hundred thousand dollars, whatever it is, and give it all to his charity. That's and to see awesome. someone do it and then gain so much money out of it is just insane. Like profiting off someone's death. Like I don't know that that doesn't sit well with me. I hate seeing it, and. Yeah, I don't know. It, I, I just I don't like it. It actually makes me angry, So especially because I'm trying to do the right thing 100%, like not 20%, not 10%, none of that shit. Um, yeah, so I spoke. I had a meeting and everything, and yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I need to hit up Panini and try and do something that yeah, I can do and generate 100% of pro, uh, sales to his charity. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm trying to do it. But yeah, the idea was NFTs. Um, and, uh, yeah, Kobe's charity was obviously more than happy with my generous offer. Um, and whatever I do, it's going to be a hundred percent. Um, that's awesome. so yeah, there is ideas for the NFT space, but seeing, you know, seeing someone make $350,000 in like 10 minutes profit us like that's that's nuts. Um, and then it should be donated hundred percent of it should be donated. I don't like none of this 10, 20% thing. Like you're profiting off someone's death, you know, um, I don't like it. I don't like it. That's fair enough.
0: No, I completely understand. But I think this whole NFT space now is going to take a whole, like, crazy just blow up in regards to it. And I think there could be opportunity for yourself to even work with um, uh, social uh, social media influencers such yeah. as people like Logan Paul. And there's a lot of other YouTubers that are just as big as Logan Paul, if not bigger than him. And uh, John and I have always said that YouTubers have a cult following. Oh, yeah, yeah. Unlike any other uh, in the world, yeah. so yes. I think it's a great opportunity for you. But there was one thing that, in regards to art in the trading card space, and I don't know if you you heard us say it, but uh, or listen to the podcast, but we did bring this up with um, Buster Sure uh, yep. in in the podcast we had with him, and he was kind of. Quite surprised when we threw the the question out to him, and the, the whole thing is um, hip hop artists, and they have just massive, massive, massive uh, status within mm-hmm. society. And we we're talking about hip hop cards, and there's nothing out there, and there's no opportunity. And then uh, John pretty much dropped to Buster: "What happens if we get a card artist like yourself?" He you said Tyson Beck to sign an exclusive deal with someone like a Drake or a Snoop Dogg and you produced what you produced for Kuzma, Tatum, Mitchell yeah. and Harrow, but for that hip-hop artist. What is your thoughts on that? Because we're not going to get – if we do, it's not going to be living up to what fans want if they release some hip-hop artist product with some inserts, but I just think with someone like yourself and other artists that are so talented and you come up with so many different designs that look so sick and people want them. I
2: just think it would actually do justice to a product. Yeah. And to the artist. It's funny. You mentioned this because like, like, like anything, like I was saying before, like I don't want to hype myself up too much, but I've always been trendsetter doing stuff that other people don't do. I've already been planning this for the last year i uh, pretty close to releasing something with someone that's got 80 million followers on social media. I can't mention the artist's name. That's so um, it, hopefully it's big. Um, and I, I don't know. We'll see. It's it's not signed off on. It's still in discussion. But, um, yeah, last year I had uh, Don Tolliver reach out to me. He's like someone yeah. underneath Drake's crew. Um, but it's a little bit different because um, – it's not like the NBA, it's not like MLB, whatever. You would you can't just sign I don't think I, I look I don't think I could do what I'm doing with the NBA players to my card set. I think you'd have to sign a record to a, a record label deal. So you would sign whatever, what is it, Young Money or something with Lil Wayne's crew. And it's yeah. like everyone under that, you do, you know, Nicki Minaj cards, Drake cards, blah, 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 blah. That's how you would do it. You would go to a record label company and secure a deal like that. Mm um look this is just my opinion but um the end of days i've had record labels come up to me and reach out and want to do stuff with me um but because i was so busy with look i'm only one person um yeah. and i couldn't do stuff last year because i was so motivated to finish my five-part series i didn't yeah. want to delay any longer mitchell cards got delayed so far anyway just the whole lamello ball situation and then um And then, obviously, you know, printing over Christmas, Jesus Christ, it's just insane. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And uh, it's insane. They they shut down for, like, four weeks. It was crazy. But, um, yeah, there's discussions. um, And I don't know. Like, obviously, it's a risk. If you're the first one to do it, there's a lot of upside. But, heck, there's a lot of risk because if it's not received well – yeah, you don't know, but you see, look, it's pretty obvious. You see the Travis Scott merch that went out with McDonald's just sold out. Everything went crazy. Yeah, and the that's, st- that's let's say, the that's stuff looks shit. It looks yeah. awful. <laughs> it looks absolutely <laughs> awful.
1: Oh, I was about to say that, Tyson. I was about to yeah. say it is shit, but because it has Travis Scott's uh, logo on there, it's
2: people, yeah. People buying bean bags that looked like a chicken nugget, and then when <laughs> they got it, it ended up looking like a flat hash brown. Or it's just, I don't know. It was just awful, (laughs) but it's Travis Scott. It's the hype. It's, and that's what tops project 70 is actually doing. They're bringing in all these, like, I guess like hyped up artists, these, uh, sneaker stores, they're doing sneaker stores, making cards. They've got Snoop Dogg making cards. None of these guys are actually making the cards. Obviously. Um, it outsourced to a designer or something like that. um, like Snoop's not there on firing up Photoshop and making this card, but um, whatever. He might be providing creative direction behind it, whatever. But he's smoking a joint different.
1: in the background while he directs it. Yeah, directs yeah.
2: The I was hoping that he'd be like doing some like blending, like maybe his old school album covers into trading cards and then putting the plays in it. That's what I thought would be really cool. That's um, sick. Um, but so far his first card wasn't like that. I don't know. Maybe they will switch up as they go on, but that's what was my original thought. Um, But again, they're they're reaching out to get these hype, these hyped up artists hyped up, you know, stores and whatever sneaker culture and everything. And yeah, like obviously the music space, I think it, I think it would be like that, but maybe NFTs are more in the music. I don't know. Like, you know, someone, yeah, some of these young artists and stuff, I don't know. Um, But I like the idea and all I can say is it's, it's already being planned and nothing comes quickly. Um, but, um, one of the guys, one actually, all I can say is one of these guys that I'm actually working on will be coming to Australia at some point this year. So, um, yeah, so I don't know. The good thing about that is I'd get him to sign the cards and everything, do it in person in Australia. So, um, so yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll see what happens, but it's, it's been worked on with the music cards. Hit very nice, very
1: nice. There you go. Uh, see, see, I'm, 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 I'm not only uh, uh, is Tyson ahead of his time. I'm ahead of my time because i i put, i put, I put that out there ages ago, Dom. And that was Buster show. When did we do that? We done that over last, last year. I'm go. telling yeah. people. I reckon this is this. Surely someone's got to get onto this. Yeah, uh, this is a great opportunity for one of these card artists.
2: Yeah, um, and, yeah, There was small discussions of me doing, trying to do like a Jaden Smith, Justin Bieber cards mid last year. Um, but nothing happened. But, yeah, hopefully this year you can do stuff. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. My I'm not really like a music guy, though. So yeah. it's hard for me. Like anything, like I love basketball. NBA is my thing. So it's kind of, it's hard for me to kind of really get passionate about this. So we'll see yeah. how it goes. Definitely, definitely.
0: Uh, last couple. So you did mention you don't really collect cards, but have you been collecting Anything like uh, even if it's Kobe's, uh, any anything you've added to your personal collection in the last year or so?
2: Oh, uh, I bought some Kobe rookies in like October, November. Rookie cards. Um, cool thing is, I like Tops. Tops is my favorite client, so like the fact that they're Tops cards is just cool to me. Um, yeah. I don't know. It like I yeah. I got some of the Kobe rookies. I just bought some graded Kobe rookies on eBay and Facebook groups and stuff like that.
1: In October, uh, November, you said.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Great, great time to buy the buy the cards.
2: Yeah, I got a. I think I got a nine, PSA nine rookie Kobe for like seven fifty. Someone was messaging me the bargain. other day. It's like three grand now, and I was bargain,
1: like, absolute bargain, Tyson.
2: Yeah, but I don't care because I'll never sell it. So no, yeah.
1: you'll never sell it. I know, but. I'm just saying, I don't. I genuinely don't think it will get back to 750 again. No, no, no you won't be like, able to get it for
2: that price. Yeah, didn't buy it. Because, well, I thought it was a good time. Look, I wanted some of the cards, so I did buy them based on. I thought I, I was looking online and it was like, well, "How? Why Trey Young? Why? Why is Trey Young cards graded worth more than Kobe?" Yes, Kobe, Kobe is dead, and he's never coming back. Unfortunately. And his career is cemented. Five-time champion, greatest Laker of all time, top five player, whatever. If you don't have him in your top five, I don't want to talk to yeah. you. And Trey <laughs> Young yeah. might – like, honestly, Trey Young could become, at best, like a Tracy McGrady or, like, you know, you don't – and he's an amazing player, Tracy McGrady. But he has no value at all in the trading card marker. So I don't know why people are so heavily focused in putting all this money into guys that haven't done anything in their career besides – Stat pad and shit teams, so look. Obviously, like Luca's a bit different. Like Luca's a freaking star and everything. But someone like Trey Young, I wouldn't. I saw. Yeah, I don't know. I just saw his cards worth more than Kobe's, and I was just. I don't understand. Like how? Like yeah, I don't know. It was it was odd to me. But I, was, I yeah we've spoken that, to yeah we've spoken. I to heard people. that it's dropped, hasn't it? the like the Trey Young, the Zion yeah. cards. Yeah. I got a Zion. I pulled a Zion National Treasure. Of ten auto in a break that I put like a hundred bucks in. And someone was telling me at the time, Oh, it's worth twenty grand and all this stuff. Apparently it's only worth um like two grand now. Um I, I don't know what to do with it, but um I've got what pretty
1: good uh, uh, What card uh, is it?
2: National Treasures.
0: Source is gonna help you out here, Tyson. National- Live on the pod because he's gonna tell you that the blog that said the TR is about to tell
2: you has no no idea. That's National- what sauce <laughs> sorry. National Treasures uh I think it's a apprentice inc or something um and it's an uh, of 10 i think i've got eight or nine can't remember um yeah auto and uh okay. yeah i don't know apparently it's a big car but you zion sold uh so zion autographed over fifteen thousand auto uh, rookie cards you know that yeah. yeah yeah
0: now we've we've had discussion and like even to Maybe we'd be able to help you out here as well. Understand that whole Trey Young, Kobe Bryant thing as well. Like we've had discussion with other people on the pod, and um, we 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 are extremely frustrated with that. Obviously, because we love guys like Kobe and Jordan, yeah. LeBron and Shaq and these guys, and we just couldn't understand how modern day guys. But it was it's more for the here and now. It's more mm-hmm. the mentality of they can actually buy and sell cards and raise and decrease values of yep. the cards based on what they're seeing in front of them. Where yeah. I completely agree with you and I disagree to it with it to an extent because it's like yeah I can we can watch Luca drop 50 tonight and then he could play terrible the next day. Or we could go back like you just said and look at Kobe who's already got the five titles. And he's scored all these points, and exactly, he's like, that's it. Like, when players' careers are done, like Shaq and stuff, they're not going to go out the next night
2: and have a, a dreadful game. Yeah. You know? I get, look, yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that. I, I, I get both
0: sides of the argument. I, I completely do. But it still is baffling to, got to all high. three of us. The fact that it's like, yeah. you understand what you're saying, but yeah. these guys' careers are cemented. And I agree with you. They, We've said it a thousand times, like, Trae Young could be nothing yeah. in his career. He's just Brandon, he could be Brandon Roy. Correct. You never, never know. So, uh, but it's, it's nice that you got some of those Kobe's. It's absolutely sick. Uh, and, yeah, that's the whole thing. As Source was saying, yeah, 750 is a bargain, and it's for the fact of, like, you want to collect it for your PC. You want to get it at good value. And if it raises in value, that's good. But sometimes it might be out of reach
2: for yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. well said. Like I wouldn't buy it for 3000, like, it, but I, I was happy to buy it at seven fifty. and I've bought a bunch of, it's the same thing. I've got so much stuff signed by Kobe in my house. Most of it, uh, some of the stuff when I met him, he signed stuff. Uh, some of the stuff, uh, like I worked for the Lakers. They gave me a signed ball by Kobe. Like I've got a bunch of stuff in my house. None of it is actually authenticated because these have been gifts to me. I've yeah. got a, four or five. So they're, from my opinion, they're probably worth nothing because they're not, um, uh, 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 what would you call it? Yeah, they don't they have, don't have
1: the be- certificate. The but it doesn't,
2: matter. it doesn't To me, that doesn't matter because I was literally there in person when he signed it. So I was like, I, well, you I know. You know that
1: they're signed by the great man himself. Yeah, so that's I, all that matters. Or,
0: or you, could do the, you could do the great thing, Tyson, of just go send it to one of these grading companies and then not get your thing back for like two years. So
2: <laughs> Yeah, or them, or yeah, or God forbid, something gets lost in the mail or exactly. I don't know, or something. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever, Yeah, it's just crazy. The grading thing I've heard about it, people waiting for so long, but I don't need any of that, you yeah. know, maybe late in my life, if I'm going to pass it down to kids or anything, maybe I would get it. Um, get a C- COA with it just so then it actually holds value to someone else that might not care about it. Like my daughter probably won't care about Kobe when she grows up. So maybe she will sell it for a bag um, and then do something stupid with it. But um, for me, it's like, I'm never going to sell any of that stuff. Um, it's just, uh, it's just sitting in my house. It's priceless. And- Yeah, 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 and it's there's there's memories to it. There's a there's a story. I met Kobe. He signed this. You know, I did a project with the Lakers. They sent me this ball signed by Kobe. It's like it's more meaningful than a ball. You know, selling a ball for like six or seven thousand US on eBay or whatever it would go for. I'm not sure. Exactly. Uh, Did you get a price check? I did did
1: get a price, and he's he's not far off. The last one sold for
0: for
1: two thousand three hundred. That's that's trash. (laughs) For a for a number to ten order from national treasures. Wow. Do you, want, do, do, the,
0: do, you want, do you want our advice, Tyson? No, 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 Tyson. That, no, no, no. No, no. We're gonna give you unlicensed advice because we are not professionals in this sector. So <laughs> if anything happens here, you know the two guys. We're not liable Come, pretty much. Yeah, no, but you know if, if you if you listen to this advice and something goes downhill, you know the two guys that you can come and attack. (laughs) But the whole thing with Zion at the moment is, it's actually just stupid, Tyson, absolutely stupid, the prices that his cards are going for, in terms of like, they're way too cheap. Uh, If we're going Uh based on a modern day guy dominating, and the cards reflecting the value of that player, he's not getting the the justice he deserves. I don't know if people are off of him, because LaMelo Ball... He's been playing really well, and yeah. the eyes are on all these other players. But he's consistently, John and I watch him under a microscope. He has in, become, in, he's 100 times better than what he was. Like, he's scary. It, and in, I've, and in, I've gone on the record and said, Ja Morant's the better one out of the two. Uh, I'm slowly eating my
2: words on a daily. Yeah, it might be due to him being in a small market team. Like Correct. I mean, Anthony Davis cards are still not even worth that much. And he started in New Orleans. Uh, he's obviously a great player now. One championship with the Lakers. I mean, geez, I don't know. Well, Zion's got obviously like the hype of kids and everything. They love him and all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like that same card for Luca. what's that worth? Like if I had that card but a Luca. Jeez. Well, like Probably 100K. <laughs> it's a There's not that much of a difference between the two, right? Like yeah, in terms
0: uh, of yeah. So the unlicensed advice that source and I are going to give you. Hold it. Hold it. Correct.
1: Especially okay. if you want it in a break, it's just
0: yeah, a hundred buck card as well. Like you said, Tyson's the corners look really trash hold, as well. Hold that. Hold.
1: Yeah, that. I think I reckon that's a common issue because I've seen a few graded and they've all been graded at eight point five. That I
2: oh mine tons. would probably get a six.
1: Yeah, so I oh, reckon that
2: white it's... corners. There's white corners in the blueprint. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I mean, I don't know. i will just sit on it forever. I don't know. Maybe like a Mickey Mantle, and it'll be worth five million one day. Who knows? <laughs> I but so. um, you know, <laughs> be, I, 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 it was just cool because I pulled it in a break, and that's all. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see see what happens with it. It's all it's all yeah. funny. we well, yeah. well,
1: just just put it into perspective. Luca uh, Doncie's got a national treasure order, and now this is just number to ninety nine. Yours is number to ten, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> and he's is selling for seven
2: thousand eight hundred. Seven
1: thousand eight hundred, and, and that's 99. number to
2: ninety nine. That's crazy. That's crazy.
0: Uh, uh, last last question before we finish up, Tyson. Uh, just give us an insight into any upcoming projects you have planned for this year. I know you've touched on a few things, but what's in store for all your fans and uh, obviously the double coverage family for this year for Tyson Beck?
2: Um, okay, so I've got Project 70 cards coming out. Yep. Uh, I've got cards with Muhammad Ali coming out. Cool. Um, I'll oh, have uh, a card with a legend of the NBA that you you've mentioned on the podcast. I can't say his name. Yeah, that's okay, um, that's
1: good. It's, all, it's Yeah, I'm just, I'm
0: just I'm just going to put it out there. Tyson hasn't even told us, but I'm just going to take a, a punt. So
2: Shack, uh, <laughs> fair enough. Um, and it won't be. With, it will be with a big company, but it won't be with Panini. So that's the cool thing about it. Nice. So it's a bit of a game changer. This card will be. Okay. And you don't know leading
1: so. in the space pioneer uh, heard it here first on the double coverage podcast.
2: That I didn't say there. what player it was. No That's,
1: you, you that, didn't you that, didn't say what that, player it was. I, didn't say
0: what I said it was. that. Yeah. Don said that. not Tyson. So anyone out there listening, Tyson did not say the name. I yeah.
2: said the name. So <laughs> all right. And uh, what else I got? Um like obviously I like to announce things when they happen, so it kind of like oh, I've yep. signed up about 6 or 7 NBA players this season already. Um and like I was saying, like, you know, I mentioned a few times I'm turning into a bit of a business person. So it's like some of the guys, like I took a punt on and, you know, you hope that they're playing really well. And, you know, some of the injuries and stuff have happened and yeah, some of the guys I've signed aren't performing that well. So it's kind of a bit disappointing, but you know, last year I kind of just signed up guys that, like hero who was like freaking blew up. So I was like, bang, yeah. just get on the phone. Like, let's get this sorted, but try to do a different thing get these guys in advance. I've signed up two rookies in the NBA this season. Um, And uh, obviously one isn't – it's not LaMelo Ball. I'm trying to do some stuff with Aussie players this year because, like, the card market – I want to give back to Australians because, like – Yeah. So I've signed two Australians to a trading card deal. Um, So whatever, you guys can have a guess who they are, two NBA players. Yeah. um, Playing in the NBA. Do you actually um, want me to guess? Can I have a guess? Or You can have a guess. but Yeah, we'll see if this all
0: transpires or not, but I'm just going to say Ben Simmons and uh, I reckon Jingling Joe because he's got a bit of a cult following down here, either him or Patty Mills, but I'm, yeah. I'm going to say Ben Simmons is one of them. Well, Ben Simmons has got exclusivity with upper deck, so I couldn't do Shit. that. So but, it's not Ben Simmons. So yeah. Patty Mills and Joe Ingles then.
1: Unless you've got one of the... the, the oh, no. couple of Aussie rookies. No. So got us, you got Green.
0: Sauce, no, you know who? Our boy, Aussie Matisse. Why did we not think of him?
2: No, I should have done him. I should have done him. Oh,
0: he's got, a, he's got
1: there's quite a few collectors of Matisse down here. Yeah,
2: um, I, I, I should have. another The one I was kicking me on, I could have done sexton then, and then he blew up. Oh. Um, I was kicking myself with him, but... Oh, there's just been – the list is huge that I can work with now, so it's That's totally – That's great. Difficult. That's great. I not, I want to do it different. Like last year, very expensive price points for some people. So this year I've tried to focus – so the cards – the players I'm working on this year, and I do expect to get a bit of backlash because a lot of people want me to do a LeBron card, Michael Jordan, freaking yeah. Luka Doncic. Like I'm – yeah, I was close to getting Luca cards, um, but – And they're not getting that done. got through to his mum, actually, which is an interesting story. Um, But the – The best
1: auto of Luca in the
2: game. Yeah, I won't – I don't know. I don't know about all that. (laughs) I don't really understand. But, um, yeah, uh, but um, the cards that I'll – this year I'll be working with are more – better price point for people because they're not, like, Jason Tatum level, Donovan Mitchell level. Yeah. So I want to work with, um, you know, some up-and-coming players uh, that I'll be able to put out at a cheaper price point. So then hopefully I can get more card collectors into my – that's the plan, to get more card collectors into buying my set. Um, And then at a cheaper price point that everyone will be able to afford. So I'm working with, obviously, like more mid-tier players, um, some rookies, um, and then also – um then then uh what have i got else uh, the 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 next card that i'll launch is actually i've signed up a rookie in the nfl um so he'll be drafted soon i wanted to dip my toes in that area um and he, he it's a big rookie so i don't i don't follow the nfl i don't collect nfl cards or anything but i i want to give it a go see how it goes um he's really popular and um he'll be one of the top picks in the draft so awesome. um yeah see how that goes you guys don't collect nfl or
0: I oh, know we. Uh, yeah, have got a few NFL. Like, we've cards. got a few NFL when we yeah. cover it on the on the pod.
2: Yeah, uh, it's a rookie card though, so it should be worth something. Um, tra- sh- um, yeah, trying to secure some you know, either, like game worn uniforms, game worn shoes, cut oh, them right. up, some patch cards um, from his season in college. So, um, yeah, but uh, that should be announced soon. Um, that yeah, card is going to launch very soon. So. Um. yeah, it'll, it'll be on social soon. But, yeah, it'll, yes, there'll be six or seven NBA players, um, uh, NFL, an NFL player, a rookie, Muhammad Ali cards, and and then, yeah, one of those uh, legends you spoke about that hasn't been named yet.
0: Awesome. Nice. Fantastic stuff. That is awesome. Uh, now, if you are an Australian card uh, artist or you're into your trading cards, make sure you get over and... Follow Tyson. I will put all his details in the description of this uh, podcast and in our socials, but go there. And hopefully if you are a card artist, uh, you can look up to Tyson as Tyson used Kobe as his idol and hopefully get inspired and you can create some art and get some tips from the great man himself. So definitely, Check him out. Uh, we are so happy, as we said, to have got you on this podcast. We really do respect what you do, Tyson, and we really pre- appreciate your time coming on the podcast.
2: No, thanks for ha- having me on and really appreciate the questions and um, yeah, and chatting to you guys about the hobby and, and just creative stuff and everything. It's been, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. Anytime.
0: All right. It has been Dom. With the great man Sauce and Tyson Beck, keep living, loving, and breathing all sports. It's double coverage and peace.
1: Peace out, ladies and gents. Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Also, follow us on socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Talking all sports, double Curve.